This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Just after 7 o'clock, we welcome you in live. Tee to Green on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for waking up with us here on a beautiful Saturday morning here in Western New York. Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis has the week off. He's out in Seattle, I think, listening at 4 a.m. as he's uh, no chance doing he's a little right hiking trip. <laughs> So, uh, Jeff, we hope you're listening on the uh, on the app. <laughs> yeah, Jeff he said he was going to be listening. Jeff is a uh, big time camper and hiker and hiker. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. So he's out there. So have fun, Jeff. He'll be back with us next week. But Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester here, and we are in Orchard Park at Bobolink, and uh, we are outside on their patio overlooking the beautiful ninth and eighteenth holes. Kevin, uh, we got an hour here from Bobolink, one of a really, really cool spots in Western New York. You know, I was just thinking, sitting here, uh, you know, the sun just uh, went behind the clouds, but when it came up this morning when we were, we were setting up the show, uh, or I say you were setting up the show, um, you beat me <laughs> here again. But uh, what a great spot to, uh, you know, have a morning coffee, as we're doing here with the show, uh, sitting here on the on the deck of the clubhouse here at Bobolink. And then uh, when you're done with your round of the evening, great place to enjoy a Michelob Ultra. Jim Beams, here. I work the sponsors responsibly, by the way. Um, but one of the cool, th- this place is cool. This is one of the cool, coolest golf places we have in Western New York for a lot of reasons. Um, and the night golf is a, a big reason for it. But it, during the day, too, it's just a cool, it's a fun, relaxed place to play. Um, and I can't wait to, we're going to come back out here again later this summer and, and uh, do a little night golf challenge like we did a couple of years ago, so yep. I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. All right, coming up here on the show, 
we've got some big-time tournaments on the pro scene this week. The PGA Tour is at the Memorial. Uh, we'll check in there. Jack's tournament, the biggest tournament probably before the U.S. Open, uh, coming up in a few weeks here in mid-June. Uh, there's more saga with Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau yesterday. Brooks posting a video. If you didn't see it, uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we'll get in our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Um, it's an all-par-3 course here, Kevin, so we're going to talk about what uh, what you should be thinking out on the best way to play a par-3. So that'll be our tip here you know, coming I, up in a little bit. I am a par-3, par, won the par-3 championship with uh, my partners Greg and Dave at Lancaster this year, their Masters par-3 tournament. So. Good. So you'll I was wearing my blazer last night from our pavement pan tournament. So I'm surprised uh, you didn't wear it this morning. You know, well, it, we, we made a rule. It's got to stay at the club. That's so. right. Like the Master's Jacket. Like the Master's Jacket, That's yes. right, that's right. So we'll have all that and more coming up here. Uh, also, uh, uh, we, we've got some interesting things about what Phil Mickelson called Colin Montgomery. Did you hear that, too? I did hear that. And also, later on the show, I want to talk about a nine-hole format that we played yesterday that I, I can't wait to tell you about. And the listeners are going to be like, that sounds awful but fun. Okay. All that and more. Good tease on that. Coming up here as uh, we are here for the next hour, 7 to 8 on WGR on T to Green. Brian Colsey along with Kevin Sylvester. And we're at Bobolink. And uh, we've got a couple of guests here uh, from the club to talk. And uh, we'll start off with Tom Sturm, the general manager, who was kind enough to greet us this morning, bright and early. Okay, Tom, ready to go. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Kevin and Brian. First of all, thank you very much for coming back here again. Uh, we always enjoy having you out here, and it's, uh, you're right. Uh, Bob and Links has got a lot of history here, and it's a beautiful little course. You've been here a couple of years now, and, uh, of course, we all missed it last year, but uh, uh, thanks for coming back. Sure, no problem. So we overlook the 9th and the 18th here, some beautiful holes, but the course looks great. I know that uh, weather has been good, but also you guys, I'm sure, have a, a staff working hard on it. A big piece we know of golf is aesthetics. How does it look? And we, we'll talk about how it looks at night here, too. But, I mean, sitting up here, what a view you have from the patio. The view here is just, you know, you, you can't describe it. It's just gorgeous. It makes you fall in love with golf just sitting here and looking out across the greens and the, and the water and the pond. Uh, but this place right here is in great shape. It's all due to our groundskeeping crew. They do a wonderful job. They've been here for years. And uh, we do get an awful lot of compliments of how, what great shape we're in. You know, we... Yeah, you know, you know what I. One of the things I like about it. So we're we're up here, you know, on the hill. You look down into the golf course, and you can see most of it. However, when you're on the golf course, you you can't see all of it, right? You get the impression like, okay, I'm going to see every hole, but you get out uh, onto the golf course, and there's some holes where you feel isolated, which is which is great. Part of the peaceful part of it. It's unique for a par three. Normally, a par threes is pretty moimy, boring, and persistent. But ours kind of move all over the place. I mean, there's not much you could do with dog legs on par threes, but it is a it is a great little course, laid out very nicely. Absolutely. Tom Stern with us, the general manager, also joining us here this morning. Uh, Jim Dreff, the professional golf instructor here at Bobolink. Jim, good morning. Thanks for coming on with us here. Yes. Well, let me get. Yes. All right. Now we got your mic on. Go ahead, Jim. Okay. Nice to be here. <laughs> now you should be able to hear yourself. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I hear something. Now. All right. So how about uh, what do you like about the golf course here? Obviously, you spend a lot of here on the golf side of things. Uh, yeah. What, what a cool spot to be. Yeah. Well, um, it's a great place to learn how to play golf. So I teach a lot of juniors starting from rank beginners, you know, through, all through high school. And uh, I bring my golf team here to do practices and uh uh, it's just a great opportunity for them to start out. We have a nice practice area. We have a nice driving range. 
Uh, it's a great way to work on your short game, our longest hole being 160 yards, anywhere from 100 yards to 160 yards. So again, short game, and to be perfectly honest with you, I never knew a good golfer who didn't have a good short game, uh, especially the putting aspect of it. Our greens are rolling very, very nice now. I mean, not as fast as Orchard Park or Cherry Hill or something to that effect, but they do have a nice roll to them, and we, we roll them. So, um, yeah, it's really a great opportunity for young players to get started in golf. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you brought that, that point up there because uh, when – you talk to some golf professionals say, all right, let's start. Let, let's think about the game from the green backwards, like work the game back. Well, what better way to do that? Starting out there, you know, when the, the hole's shorter, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yes. And, and, and then get dialed in with, uh, let's say, your nine iron, eight iron, you know, pitching wedge to, to get that because that'll, as I'm sure you could tell better than me, that'll help them throughout their entire game, throughout their entire life. That's true, and, and everybody's a little bit different. I do start some students from the green, working back to the tee box, um, more or less just to uh, explain to them tempo, rhythm, and pace through their putting stroke, and then carry that through into their, their shorter irons, into their longer irons. Well, actually, I shouldn't say longer irons, because nowadays the three and four iron are pretty obsolete, and the hybrids have now been kicking in pretty good. And it is definitely an advantage. Um, they're a little easier to use. Um, however, the long irons, you know, still should be kept in consideration because they are more accurate. But again, the hybrids have been coming very popular in the last 15, 20 years. So. Jim Dreff with us here, uh, the golf instructor here at Bobolink. Also, Tom Sturm, the GM. Uh, Tom, Jimmy mentioned the great spot to learn to play golf here, too, which obviously means you are going to get juniors and youngsters to play. Uh, what great memories are playing. I remember as a, a, a teenager coming here to play, uh, living in Lancaster, not too far away from here to come, but uh, I'm sure you get a lot of enjoyment out of that, seeing kids come here, knowing that, hey, this maybe could be their first time that they even play, and like this is maybe where they fall in love with the game. That's got to be a cool feeling to be a part of that. I can't tell you how great it is. I mean, this facility really supports, and we try to get the juniors out here. We run junior tournaments throughout the whole summer. We run junior camps here. Uh, Jimmy has his, a number of camps he brings in here. We got a number of high schools that come out there and bring their teams out here just to practice. We're on their circuit, and they like coming out here because they, the, the par three offers so much more to fine tune the short game. I mean, a lot of people don't realize is we got a practice screen up there on the top of the hill that a lot of a lot of people aren't even aware of. And that practice screen originally was put in here for a hole-in-one contest every Friday night for the Courier Express. Oh, I know, so that, cool. there's a lot of history there behind it. And I didn't know that until I came here. Uh, but we got a sand trap up there with a the practice screen, and of course we got the full driving range here. So uh, if you can't tune up your game here, I don't know where you got to go. Let's talk about night golf. And, and there's this cool, the, the Golfer's Journal, uh, volume number 13. Uh, was it last year they came out or a couple years ago? Yeah. Fall 2020, it was. Yeah, this is fall, where this was. Fall yeah. 2020 that came out. He was here about a year ago. We didn't, weren't aware of the magazine. It's a brand new journal out there. And they, the, the writer 
He grew up around here, and he said he always wanted to come out here and do a full article. It, he's got some great stories in there. He's got some great he, uh, he got some great tribute to Jimmy Draft in the years he's had been here. But there's some great funny stories in here and incidents that have occurred here. So I mean, it's a, it was really nice of him to do that. And, of course, we got a few copies laying around the clubhouse now. Absolutely. Um, but let's talk about night golf. So um, what, what are the hours? Uh, the, the lights uh, are on, and people can play under the lights here. This has been a strange year because in March the weather got so nice, a lot of people got out to play golf. And everybody kept asking us, when are you going to turn the lights on? When are you going to turn the lights on? Well, they didn't realize it was still 30 degrees. <laughs> <at night. laughs> Anyways, we did open up in probably the middle of, we actually opened up late for night golf because early May the weather turned a little, you know, a little a lot colder. Yeah, we're aware. We, we, did, <laughs> we did open up, and I'll tell you, our... Night golf has become so popular around here. I mean, the afternoons are kind of not, not, I wouldn't say they're much more casual. Get out here and play. You could take maybe play two balls per hole, three balls per hole, practice your game. Nighttime, it is, we got bag lines, we got backups, we've got, you know, we're trying to manage some of the incidents, but it's wonderful to see. Our business has been very good. We usually, last tee time for 18 is about 9.30 at night, and for nine uh, for nine holes, about 10.15. Uh, you know, we got we got some great kids that work here, and boy, you know, they're closing up the place at two o'clock in the morning sometimes, and that's unheard of on a golf course. Uh, you know, we hate to do it, but we raise our rates at, at night because it's, you know, you gotta you gotta hey, run supply a lot and of demand, your business. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to apologize. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta run a lot of power to turn sure. those lights on. Well, that was gonna be my next question: the the main, like golf course maintenance. You know, when you think about greens, fairways. Uh, tree maintenance here. You gotta maintain lights. How many light bulbs do you guys go through in a season? We go through an awful lot of lights. We're, <laughs> we're replacing them occasionally. Got to get the high lift out here a few times a year. Uh, it does get difficult to play when we do have a few light bulbs out. You really do. You really can't see your ball. Yeah, but it, it is. It's unique. If, if listen, if you're a golfer and you haven't played Bob Link at night. You have not experienced golf in Western New York. It is, uh, Jimmy. It's one of the, the the coolest things you can do. It, it, it's exciting to play. No, I right? agree. And we also have a night flyer golf ball. Okay, so these golf balls are good for forty one hours. Okay. Oh, that's you hit awesome. It, you hit it. <laughs> not that it really feels like a true golf ball. However, it is pretty cool. You hit it. It stays lit for seven to eight minutes. So it gives you plenty of time to go find your golf ball. Yep. You hit it again, another seven or eight minutes. Good for 41 <laughs> hours. They come in five different four, five different colors. That also helps pace a play. Hey, uh, if you don't yeah, hit your yeah, ball. It does help <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. That know? is awesome, for sure. Tom Sturm, the general manager. Jim Dreff, the professional golf instructor here at Bobolink, joining us. Brian Colesdale, Kevin Sylvester. We're here for the full hour, 7 to 8 on WGR. Uh, we're going to get our tip of the week here on how to play par threes here in just one moment. But... Uh, one more thing just about playing at night. I mean, golf is about the experience, and when you come out with buddies and play, um, we know there's a lot more than just actually swinging the golf club, Kev. I, we know you and I are a big part of that, but uh, playing at night, like, you can, you can replicate a whole bunch of other stuff at other golf courses in the area, but there's only one spot you can play under the lights. So this is the spot to do it, and this, you know, this is the reason that, look at it, if you want to keep playing and enjoy the Western New York summer nights, like, you can't play golf pretty much past eight eight thirty, uh, you know. But here you can play, as Tom says, as long as they'll keep them, o- as long as they'll keep uh, it open. When we were out here a couple of years ago, um, and we had, the video is probably still up on our YouTube page, 
Um, we put it was it was like I'll 80, tweet out I'll tweet it out during the commercial it was like eighty break. degrees. Yeah. I know. Right? I mean, it was like yeah. it was just like the like, coolest thing. It's nine nine thirty at night, ten o'clock at night, where it, it's dark out, uh, lit up on the golf course. Place was buzzing. Right, all those old guys were behind us when we started. Kind of thinking like. Well, these guys are filming something. How long is it going to? But they were cool. They were cool. Yep, uh, yep. Agnes, uh, it was great. Uh, I, I loved it, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. All right, let's get our, our Western New York PGA tip of the week here, brought to you by the Western New York PGA, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Um, let's talk about playing par threes. We'll get everybody in on this. Uh, Jimmy, we'll start with you here. Keys to playing a par three, especially maybe shorter ones, smaller greens. What are some of the things you should be thinking about as you approach the ball to tee off? Well, uh, par threes, yeah, you just have to, you have to have your distances down. So we've recalibrated all the holes, so we know exactly how long each hole is now. And um, it depends on the, uh, uh, how good the player is. In other words, some players actually come out here with a, a pitching wedge and a putter, and they're satisfied to just use those two clubs. Mm-hmm. However, it's different for everybody, you know. Other people, they'll bring their whole set of clubs out here. A lot of people actually use drivers on some of the par three, so it just depends on your level of play as to what club you're going to use. Um, the greens hold the ball relatively well. Um, they're a little soft in the front of the green, so it's pretty—it's a pretty good idea to carry the green. However, once it starts drying up, as it's going to get warm out, and as we get into the summer, you, you're able to just bump and run the ball up onto the greens. Um, the greens are undulating, like I said, they have a pretty good roll to them, and. Um, you know, we have different distances, like I said, from 90 yards to 160 yards, each part of three. A um, couple of them are downhill, a few uphill. So it's a really good challenge. And um, again, like I said, I bring all my juniors out here. I try to get them all out on the golf course. Whatever kind of a program we're running, I want to make sure that we get the kids out onto the golf course so they get at least nine holes of golf in every time they come out here. And it's a really good experience. With some of the kids, I may actually modify the golf course somewhat and actually move the tee boxes up a little bit, you know what I mean, based on their level of play. But the idea is get Mm. everybody out on the golf course to experience golf from starting from the par three level and then moving to, let's say, uh, courses that are a little more difficult, maybe more of an executive type golf course where you have uh, threes and fours, maybe Mm -hmm. a five, par five thrown in there. But like I said, this is a good starting point, uh, not only for juniors, but for Everybody, you know, and we do have a lot of uh, new players coming in this year. I don't know if that was because of what the COVID brought to golf last year. You know, there wasn't really, you know, a lot going on last summer and last year. So a lot of people decided to take up golf last year. And a lot of those people are carrying over into this year. So and that is helping our business and uh, they're sticking with it. However, there are those people that have had enough golf and I dig their clubs out of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you, you want to throw in uh, your two cents on this? What, what are some keys to, to scoring well on par threes? Uh, Jimmy, said, Jimmy said bring your pitching wedge and a putter. I mean, I wish I just could bring a pitching wedge and a putter. I'm still hitting some water irons just to reach them. Uh, he, he, all I can is add to that is this is just a great place to come and practice your par three game. I mean, because a lot of guys, you go to the driving range and just get your driver out. You hit a whole bucket of balls. You know, come out out here with your wedges and your and your uh, long, shorter irons and, uh, you know, practice the game and just have a great time. Brian, I'm going to give you two tips uh, on par threes uh, that, that I try to do. Um, number one tip, uh, I'll start before you get on the golf course. Um, on your warm-up session on the range, 
All right, picture the par threes of the golf course you're going to play. If it's your club, you know the par threes. You know the club you typically hit uh, on the golf course. Hit those shots. Uh, don't just keep uh, – so let's say – so at Lancaster, the fourth hole, right? Uh, that, it might be an eight or nine iron for me. Like, so I'll hit eight or nine iron. depends on the, the whole location. I'll, I'll, I, I won't hit like ten eight irons. I'll hit two – I'll hit two nine irons. Same thing with eight. That might be a, a six iron, maybe a five iron, depending on the pin. Yep. I'll hit those, and then same thing with 14. But the other thing, tee the ball up, right? You, 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 how many times do you get to an iron shot in the golf course with a ball on the tee? You don't. Usually four times, right? Oh, oh I meant, yeah. On, yeah, in the par threes. On so threes, yeah. Some people don't tee it up. Tee the ball up. You know, you know, not high, but obviously, you know, put the ball on the tee, give yourself that advantage. Those are just two quick tips. Yeah, I, I think if you watch... The, the players on the PGA Tour on par threes, they will tee it up. Even if it's just a little bit, a few millimeters off the ground, they're still at least teeing it up. They don't, yes. they don't just plop the ball down. It's an advantage. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? Yep, absolutely. Hey, some good tips there. Um, Tom, how about just what's new? I know you mentioned some of the upgrades that you've been doing here. Uh, for maybe people that haven't been here in a few years and they show up, what would they see differently? What, is, what has been going on here? I know... You guys are excited about some of the things you've been doing. A lot of the things in, uh, we've done around here, Just you, you might not notice them unless you've been here a couple years in a row, uh, but we had a very good year last year, and the, and the corporation put a lot of money back into the facilities. That We re- rebuilt about four or five tee boxes. Number nine has always been one of the worst tee boxes in western New York, and we just totally shut it down, rebuilt the whole thing, you know, a new sod and everything, and it looks beautiful now. Uh, did a great job, but it was a challenge when they moved the tee box up and everybody looked at the scorecard at 145 and we were ducking up here at the clubhouse <laughs> a few times. <laughs> but on the, on the range, we put up a brand new netting on the left side of the range. A lot of people don't even notice it. It is a state-of-the-art netting that helps protect the cars that are going by. We always, unluckily, ding a few cars, but for the most part, we have uh, seem to have stopped that now with the new netting. Uh, just the condition of the course is in great shape. We got a couple of new golf carts around here. They're, they're putting a lot of money back into the place, and uh, it's good to see. Absolutely. The website, bobolinkgolf.com. Uh, if you want to contact Tom here, uh, 662-4311. Um, or you can also, if, you, if maybe you want to set up a clinic or a camp uh, here with Jim, uh, that number, 875-7649. You can uh, contact any of those. You know, Brian, it's, I'm glad you bring that up. You know, don't, don't hesitate to contact me because we still try to do outings. Uh, it's been actually very difficult to do outings here because of the uniqueness of having night golf. We've had a lot of guys that ran outings here in the past, and we've actually had to delay them until September and even October just because our night golf business is so big. If I rent it out or book or reserve this place out, it's caused a problem with all the way around. So yeah. I mean, and I don't make as much money, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. no, it's it is a business, and yeah. it, you know you have to keep that in mind too. And I, I think people understand that. But that, that's, again, that's one of the unique things about it, though, right? They're open. There's not many places you go and go play golf at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jim and Tom, thanks for coming on this segment. We appreciate it. You're welcome. The golf course looks phenomenal, and uh, thanks for having us here today. Thank you very much. Thank awesome. You. Tom Sturm, the GM, Jim Dreff, the professional golf instructor here at Bobolink. We will take a quick commercial timeout here and more coming up from Bobolink in Orchard Park here on Tee to Green with Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel right after this on WGR Sports Radio 550. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. 
and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Let's get the latest on the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup report is being brought to you by Jumpa Agency, Main Street in Clarence. Back here on Tee to Green, live at Bobolink in Orchard Park. Beautiful view for us here on the patio. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester. I want to thank Tom Sturm, the GM, and Jim Dreff, the professional golf instructor here, for joining us. Last segment, uh, bobolinkgolf.com is the website. You heard there a Ryder Cup report. And uh, we'll get to that now here. As we look at the U.S. standings, the Ryder Cup will be here before we know it in September at Whistling Straits. DJ on top of the standings. Bryson DeChambeau is in second. Justin Thomas in third. Brooks Kepka is in fourth. Kepka and DeChambeau <laughs> likely will be teammates. Ryder Cup teammates <laughs> for sure. I don't think they'll be paired together, though. I, I think that's a fair bet. Uh, Colin Morikawa, who uh, played great in the first round uh, at the Memorial, is in fifth. And Xander Shoffley is in six. So those would be the automatic six that would make it. The other six are up to Captain Steve Stricker. We will talk a little bit more about Bobolink. We'll talk more about Bryson and Brooks here in a moment. But okay. let's, let's bring in Ryan Hasenauer from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Of course, uh, a big sponsor of our show as also uh, our, uh, I guess they say, our lead prize award uh, oh, yeah, team here. Providing some great stuff. For our stuff. fantasy yes. golf. And uh, we just reached the end of May. And with that, let's bring in Ryan here now. Uh, we're going to give our, our winners some love here. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we go any farther here, I want to congratulate our winners from the month of May uh, from our Tee to Green Fantasy League. Uh, Lisa Jerebko won the stay and play package all right she had 2.4 million dollars from the month of may in our fantasy league and our one and done so she gets the stay and play package ryan why don't you tell everybody what lisa and a guest is going to get to enjoy so basically what they get is uh 25 dollars in free play each on the gaming floor when they arrive they also receive a 50 dollar uh food credit inside one of our three restaurants We've got the Fortunes Italian Steakhouse, of course, Thurman, 34 Rush, and the Lobat Blue Zone. And then uh, just opened up recently, Brian, is we have a Burning Barrel barbecue joint now at our Homestretch Grill. So you can get all Ooh. kinds of different uh, pulled pork and all kinds of smoke. We bought a smoker. It's out on the track. It's a really cool thing. So uh, it's been pretty well received lately. And then, of course, you get the hotel room. It's the Hotel Batavia Downs. Uh, you know, we have an 84-room hotel on site. So if you're uh, still looking for, you know, a staycation, you're not you're looking to go too far away, you want to stick close to home, it's a great option. So uh, Lisa's going to be able to enjoy that with her, uh, with her uh, partner there and, uh, or whoever she brings, really. And uh, it's going to be a good time for those guys when they uh, come out to see us. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations to Lisa. She's our winner for the month of May. Uh, in terms of the other two winners... Um, second place went to Ray Zafiro. He gets a foursome to Niagara Frontier Golf awesome. Club in Youngstown. So congratulations, Ray. Enjoy that. And our third place winner uh, goes, hold on, I have the name here. Give me a second here, Kevin. This is where you can, you can kill time and help me out. All right, well, you know, third place. Here we go. Yes, you got Carl it. Scott, a uh, foursome to Attica's 10th hole in golf course in Attica. Awesome. Really fun place to play there as well. So uh, congratulations, Lisa, Ray, and Carl. They are our one, two, and three finishers uh, in May. Well, we bring Ryan on for the Triple Crown races, and uh, Ryan, today is the final leg of the three, the Belmont Stakes. So back to normal schedule this year. That's right, normal yeah. schedule. Uh, post time tonight set for 6.49 p.m. Uh, before we talk about the race, 
Ryan, more news this week with Bob Baffert and Medina Spirit. Uh, what's the latest on that? So basically what happened is, is the B sample, it sounds like, uh, also tested positive. And again, I want to stress, guys, the, the, the thing that was found in the system, and I can't pronounce it, because I, so I won't even try, but the, uh, the drug that was found in the horse system is more of a recovery drug. It's not a drug that you would inject to make the horse run faster or not feel pain while it's racing, that sort of a thing. It was just basically something that it's, you know, kind of for it to recover, if you will. And the problem is, is that, um, you know, the, the limit is, you know, whatever, point zero, whatever you're allowed to have in your system. So it's not illegal. It's just that he had too much of it. And it was picograms, which are like, you know, one trillionth of a gram or something like that. So they, they got him. But, you know, Bob, Bob has some, uh, some previous uh, issues uh, in certain uh, jurisdictions. So yeah, I think maybe, yeah, they're, well, maybe well, they're looking for it with well, him, for sure. Well, I'm just saying, but, you know, that, that sounds to me like, uh, you know, when we had uh, athletes get caught for HGH and stuff or steroids that helped them recover so they could work out more to build more muscle, it sounds like the same thing. Could be. I mean, they don't really work the horses out as much as, like, you would go to the gym. And, you know, the horses right. get taken out of the barns 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and they go for a light breeze. But you're never going to run a horse, like, in practice or, or training. They're never going to, like, run them at full gate. You know, they're going to just kind of get them out, get their yeah. mouth stretched, get loose and things. So, you know, they don't, I, don't, I don't have heard of any uh, program where they're building the, the muscle for the horses. But, yeah, I mean, it's just you go in on previous situations. And so... Uh, he was banned by the uh, Kentucky uh, Racing Commission there uh, for, it sounds like, two years. Um, I think he is appealing it. But what's interesting is, is he was also uh, not allowed to come to Belmont with any horses in New York State. But some of the places like California are waiting to hear more and more things. and So he's not necessarily banned from all places in the United States to race. So uh, it's a developing story, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Today's race, the Belmont, eight horses. And essential quality, the number two horse comes in as the two to one favorite. Uh, is that the horse to beat today, Ryan? In your eyes, you know the thing is, is he kind of had a tough time in the Derby, right? Because he, his jockey Luis Saez, had him positioned perfectly at the top of the stretch. He was fourth, and you thought, okay, he's he's a stalker. You know, that's like kind of how he runs his race. And then he just couldn't catch the other horses. They just kept going. So um, you know that was kind of his situation there. Uh, as Todd will tell you. That horse ran 68 yards farther than, or maybe yards or feet, but regardless, he ran farther than any of their horses because of the traffic he had to deal with. So if you were to lay all the horses out, he would have won that uh, by a long, you know, by length because he had to run farther. So there's a lot less traffic today. There's not 20 horses. There's eight horses. So I certainly think he's the horse to beat. He's also got the pedigree. So you know, if you take a look at these different horses and you see who their, uh, you know, who their uh, sires and dams are, you're, you're going to see, oh, this horse's mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. You know, they were known for being a distance horse. They, you know, they had a good, you know, uh, rapport with with uh, the long races. So I think that he is the horse to beat. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can do it though, because you've got some other horses in here that also had traffic issues in the Derby, and we'll see if they can bounce back. Okay. All right. Give me. Give me a. Give me a bet here. Yeah, what's make your, me some money today, right? What, what, what are the picks? We need to let's get right to the important part the here. So, so I'll give you two other things to take a look at that are really interesting. And I know Brian's ears are going to perk up on this because it did for me too. So Hot Rod Charlie, the number four horse, he was kind of touted as one of these horses that was going to do well in the Derby, and he did finish third. So don't get me wrong, he did great there. He won the Louisiana Derby wire to wire, but again, he had mm-hmm. a little bit of an issue traffic in the Derby. But his jockey is Flavin Pratt. Flavin Pratt is leaving the Preakness winner, the number three Rombauer, 
to come race on Hot Rod Charlie. Now, he was committed to before hmm. the Triple Crown, Hot Rod Charlie. But as Brian and I will tell you, anytime a jockey leaves a horse to race another horse, kind of like, well, what's wrong with that other horse? <laughs> right. Why, why is he going to ride that horse? No, like I said, he was committed, but it certainly uh, you know puts your ears up. And the other one is number six, Known Agenda. Now, Known Agenda was the horse that had the rail on the derby. And he had traffic issues, of course. He broke well, but then, of course, what are you going to do? There's all these other horses that are pinching you off the rail. He was able to finish ninth in the derby after picking off horses late, and he's going to try to stalk and close. He's got the pedigree, but what's interesting about Known Agenda is Todd Pletcher's his trainer, but Irad Ortiz Jr., who's one of the hottest jockeys, and especially at Belmont Park, he got thrown off of a horse two days ago, guys. He is out today. So if you're looking at your program, Rod Ortiz will not be riding the number six known agenda. They haven't even picked a replacement yet. I was scouring the internet this morning because I knew it was going to talk to you guys. There's no official announcement yet. Some people are saying it's going to be Javier Castellano. He's, of course, a great jockey and somebody to, to bet on at Belmont Park. But uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. But I'm still going to use the number six known agenda. Still going to use the number four Hot Rod Charlie. And I think you got to use essential quality, the number two. So all my bets are going to do go two, four, six. And I'm going to be using those in various exotic bets, uh, your trifectas and your exactas. All the branches open up at 11 o'clock today. But maybe bet you can make a bet right now if you want. And uh, we've got a great deal out at Belmont, or great at Belmont, how to take it down today. I'm going to be there. I'm traveling there uh, just in a couple minutes. And we've got 20 bucks is going to get you a sampler platter from the um, Burn and Barrel Barbecue. 10 bucks in free play and a $5 wager on the Belmont. So really, lunch is costing you 5 bucks uh, to come out for $20 and see us. You don't need a reservation. All the branches and Batavia Downs, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need a face covering. So we're excited to see everybody's smiling faces because that wasn't the that wasn't the case for the Preakness guys. So yeah. we're excited to see everybody's real yeah. faces if you're fully vaccinated. Two, four, six trifecta box, baby. That's, that's <laughs> what you got, Kevin. All right. Weather looks good. Forecast, low 80s, sunshine. Uh, down in New York City, and uh, as Ryan said, you can go out to Batavia Downs Gaming. You can say hello to Ryan there, any OTB branch, or BataviaBets.com for the final leg of the Triple Crown, the 153rd Belmont Stakes. And uh, you'll hear it live later today on WGR if uh, you can't find it on the television or if you're driving around. uh, We'll have the coverage here as well. Ryan, thanks so much for your support of the Fantasy League uh, here on TD Green, and also uh, we wish you the best today with all of your... uh, your wagering and your work <laughs> as well. I appreciate it, Brian. I know that uh, this is a tough year for uh, everybody, and uh, I, I'm really looking forward to next year having you guys out with a live remote like we used to do. That'll be uh, a real return to normalcy once that gets back with us. That's right. Get the chicken fingers ready for me, Ryan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Thanks again. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Hey, since we're, we're talking about money, you know, yeah. for those who just do that, like a little action on it, I want to help with your money all right your retirement planning your your financial planning I want to thank the scroy financial firm for supporting td green again this year the local family-owned financial planning firm been helping western new yorkers since 1971 and they've been pledges always been to put their clients interests first and that comes on parallel transparency in regards to pricing and fees they offer a complimentary one-hour consultation call their office in west seneca at 674-6700 to set up that free one-hour consultation. Also head to their website, scroyfinancial.com, S-G-R-O-I financial.com. Thanks to Ryan Hasenauer from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel for joining us. Again, uh, he likes two, four, and six today in the Belmont. We're here at Bobolink in Orchard Park. Beautiful day. If you want to come out and play, we actually got a couple of golfers out here already, yeah. Kevin. I want to go play. The uh, 
beautiful day. Then, so we're on the patio. If you haven't been here or you don't know it that well, we're overlooking a huge, a huge pond. One side's the ninth green, one side's the 18th green. So these last two holes are really cool. That you have, yes. to, you have to clear the water, especially on the 18th here. It really goes over the water the whole way. But um, as uh, Jim Dreff, the professional golf instructor here, said earlier, the holes range from 90 to 160. So if you haven't been here, you can kind of figure out maybe what clubs you need to bring or what cl- clubs, if you want to leave in the car or back at home, you can do that as well. Uh, figure out maybe at least what you need up to 160. But... The art of the short game, the art, Kevin, of hitting different wedges around the greens or off the tee, like, I think that's what's cool about short game is that, yes, okay, you and I could hit a certain club at, let's say, 120. We also could hit a different club at 120. We also could be up by the green. We might use a 60. We might use a 52. We could use a 7-iron. Like, there's whole different ways to hit shots around the greens. And, you know, you can come out here and kind of really work on all those sort of yeah, things. Yeah, great, great point. Yeah. Like, and I, I think that is um, one thing that maybe you should try doing when you come out here is say, okay, you know, I'm going to bring my putter, my pitching wedge, and my 7-iron. Yeah. And you learn to flight them differently. Is kind of what you're getting at. Like, okay, all right, this hole's 130. It's not really, but if I flight it lower, I take a, a nine to three swing, uh, you know, on the clock, nine o'clock, three o'clock, um, and we make it, I can I can use the seven iron on there. And then you can incorporate that into your uh, rounds at your club and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to knock down seven on this shot here instead of, you know, full swinging something else. And you'll find you'll score better and you'll be more adept to playing in different conditions. Uh, in the breeze, you know, sometimes you're like, ah, it's breezy. I got to knock the shot down. You know, if you're not working on that in the range, you know, or you want to see how it works on the range on the golf course, it's a great place to try it. One thing, too, that I think we always talk about around the green, a lot of times people don't use the green, Kevin, to their benefit. Everybody is trying to, can I, can I fly it as much as I can to the pin? And sometimes that's the shot that's needed for sure. Maybe you have to go over a bunker. Maybe Sometimes, they, but not yes, most times. But not most times. Right. And here at Bobolink, a lot of the areas around the green, like you've got some challenging areas in terms of the undulation, but there's not bunkers or water around. So this is a really good spot to come and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put my 60-degree wedge away today, and let's see, can I do it? with my 52 degree or can I do it with my nine iron or my pitching wedge and just you learn to use the land it's I guess kind of a link style way of thinking about it yeah no absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean you know there's a lot of bump and runs you can do as you mentioned not everything has to be uh, up in the air and especially around the greens and Jeff's talked about this a lot in the show there's yeah. so many different clubs you can use and a great way to experiment with that and uh, add to your repertoire for sure on the golf course. All right, let's finish this segment with our Champions Tour report, brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. You can order, by the way, the same clothing that we're wearing right now. I got the vest on. You got the pullover on. Looking good. Got one of their shirts on, too. I, yeah. I was wearing one of their fabulous shirts. You want to tweet out the link again during the break here? Yes, that people can I will buy? do that. All right, let's do it. But our Champions Tour report, two-parter today, Kevin. I got two for you. Last week, the senior PGA Championship at Southern Hills, Alex Cheka won his second major. And... Uh, he is now, for this year, I should say, four strokes better than Tim Petrovic and five better than Retief Goosen and KJ Choi. So Cheka gets the win last week at Southern Hills. Uh, the other uh, Champions Tour report moment I want to bring up here, Phil Mickelson, we know, of course, he plays the PGA Tour, but he's also Champions Tour eligible. But Colin Montgomery plays as well. And uh, apparently this week, Phil Mickelson on Twitter revealed something that he's been doing for years, I guess, which is calling... Colin Montgomery, 
Chris. And he's done it for years. And apparently after like doing it for like a decade, Montgomery told him, hey, my name's Colin. But apparently then Mickelson still went on to call him Chris for many, many, many years. Mickelson this week on Twitter, because he's so good on Twitter, he is. responded to something that was tweeted about Montgomery. And he replied, it's Colin? Question <laughs> mark. He knew it was Colin. He knew Come it was on. Colin. So some mind games for years there from... Uh, from lefty, yeah. not surprising. Little gamesmanship, yeah. <clears throat> for sure. There, yeah. It's, uh, it's just, <laughs> you know what? Did you? I don't know if you saw Tom Layman's. Did you see Tom Layman's story Mm-mm. about Phil? Um, you know, Tom. So they they did this piece. It was like a three minute piece. This work that that same thing came out with Kyle Montgomery. He says he, he called me Chris. Yeah. He just kept calling me Chris. Um, but Tom Layman uh it revealed uh, you know he's bordering on tears, saying you know my wife and I years ago we had a stillborn child. Uh, seven months in, and Phil wrote me this, uh, my wife and I, this unbelievably, unbelievably letter of support. No one else, you know, no one else, you know, people don't know what to say in those situations, you know, very difficult thing. He goes, and that letter still brings tears to my eyes today that Phil uh, thought so much to put pen to paper. Man, who writes letters anymore, right? Yeah. And like Arnold Palmer was famous, uh, write famous letters for, for guys that. who win, right? Um, and, and Phil wrote this letter. He goes, and people don't say that about Phil, and he's there when you need him. So I, I thought that was really. Um, a side of him we don't hear about. That's right. Uh, with Phil, so that was really, really cool to, to hear. Absolutely. Okay. Speaking of gamesmanship, Bryson and Brooks, another storyline yesterday. We'll talk about that when we return. And a format that you hate to love and love to hate. That's right. That's all coming your way here as we roll on from beautiful, beautiful Bobolink here in Orchard Park, along with Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold, producing back in our Amherst studios. More from Bobolink on Tea to Green when we return right after this on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. It is time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. This week they are at the Memorial Jacks Tournament. Kevin, what does that mean? The most important thing about Jacks Tournament? Milkshakes. The milkshakes. You They're knew amazing. it. amazing. They are. They are I mean, they, they really had them, right? I, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> course <laughs> <laughs> amazing absolutely amazing. like you think okay they can't be that good i'm telling you best milkshake i've ever had they're good here by the way too at bob link they do great milkshakes here maybe that's what we'll have here at 8 a.m or off the air we had some nice coffee courtesy of tom maybe yeah we'll it is milk a... i mean they put it in cereal that's but, right you know, but yeah they're amazing and you know what i got to, to meet uh, mr nicholas um and that place let me tell you if you want to go to some place close to the masters like with how they do everything, condition, yeah. the memorial. It's not that far. Five-hour drive, great tournament to go to. All right, PGA Tour leaderboard, the memorial this week. And play yesterday was suspended due to darkness. They're picking up this morning. But right now a two-way tie for the lead. Patrick Cantlay is through his two rounds. He's at eight under par. John Rahm still has five holes to go on his second round. He is also at eight under par. Scotty Scheffler alone in third at minus six. A large group at minus five that includes... Xander Shoffley, Ricky Fowler, Max Homa, Carlos Ortiz. Fowler this week, they were asking him about wearing sunglasses. He said that 
He essentially had his vision checked. He's wearing new glasses. Kevin, he said he can see so much better. Well, By the way, he's had two really good tournaments yeah. in a row. Maybe this is helping him. I, uh, I've always wondered why pros don't wear sunglasses. You know, Phil does. Um, it just, but it's, only recently. Yeah, it's just yeah. incredible to me uh, why many don't. I mean, I wear them when I play. All, you know, not that I'm a pro. I'm just saying, like, so many uh, amateurs, we wear sunglasses, and, you know, they've got specific lenses now that – uh, are made, and I'm just surprised that more guys don't wear them. Yeah. While we're doing leaderboards here, the U.S. Women's Open going on this week. Yuka Sasso is the leader at six under par. Uh, if you want Whoa. night golf to oh watch, my God, it's Olympic great. Club in San Francisco, it looks phenomenal. But the story of the first two days, Kevin, an amateur, Megagane, she's an amateur. She 17. led after round one with a 67. She's 17 years old. Really cool. I saw Shane Bacon from Golf Channel tweeted out a screenshot. She posted her score on the Gin app like you and I would because <laughs> she's still an amateur. Correct. And she's got you, – you see all these other scores from just, like, random places, and then it shows, like, 67, Olympic Club. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's at the U.S. Women's Open. Pretty yes. cool for her. She's 17, an amateur, and she's got a chance to win. She's only two off the lead going into the weekend. It's a phenomenal story, and kudos to the USGA for putting it out there at the Olympic Club on the West Coast. So – more people can be exposed to it watching golf at night and seeing how great uh, uh, the women are. Yeah. And kids are. She's a teenager. She's 17. Uh, Phenomenal. Lexi Thompson, big name on the tour, one of the stars of the LPGA. Uh, she is right in contention. She is at two under par. But if you haven't seen it, at night, Golf Channel will have the coverage in prime time at Olympic. Did Should you see be, what they uh, did with Michelle Wee? Yes, the introduction the on introduction the tee. introduction on the tee. They had a big screen out there, and it was her husband and her baby uh, introducing her on the first tee, which was kind of cool. But since she's like, I'm going to start crying. What are you doing to me here? Yeah. That was kind of a cool moment. Tough way to start here. <laughs> uh, Brooks and Bryson to finish. Uh, Kevin, you just tweeted out the uh, the link about the Donald Ross. Yes. Yeah, I tweeted out the link. It goes to the page of layers, pullovers, but uh, you click on uh, the menu. You can uh, golf shirts and stuff there. Uh, I'm telling you, be the best golf shirt you buy. Uh, best layer, these and they last, um, so you're getting your money's worth. I yep. promise you. Yeah, very Donald cool. Ross. If your pro shop doesn't have it, ask him to get Donald Ross. Quick shout out to the Western New York PGA pro Zach Farkas from Park Country Club. Why am I giving this shout out to Zach? Well, congrats on his win. He won the Lawrence Park uh, Golf Club Invitational with a 68. That's uh, a cool place, week. Lawrence Park. Didn't yes. we do a show from there? Hmm. Isn't that the is that, nine hole course in Erie? It could be. Yeah, it is. To, I yeah. think it is. Cool place. Why am I bringing it up? Zach, I coached on my varsity boys well, tennis team at Sweet Home. He, he got that winner's mentality from your he coaching, did. right? Yeah. All those mental uh, game sessions you did. That's right. Um, so congrats, Zach, if you're we, listening. All right, so we got time for Brooks, and I gotta get, we got to get this uh, format in, too. So yes, Brooks let's go and Bryson. Brooks and Bryson. So just to set the stage, we know last week, back and forth. We don't have time to read all the stuff about what happened last week, but a lot of back and forth. Brooks ripping into Bryson, Bryson ripping into Brooks, back and forth. It all stems from uh, the Golf Channel interview that was leaked where Brooks uh, dropped some non-radio friendly words while yeah. Bryson was walking by, chirping something in his ear. Well, yesterday, there's fans chirping at Bryson at his round at the memorial saying, Brooksy, Brooksy, and Bryson obviously can hear him. The fans get tossed out of the event. Later, Brooks Kepka tweets out a video Hey, giving away, here, right? yeah. yeah, Brooksy here, uh, Michelob Ultra, a sponsor of our show, and also of Brooks Kepka. Yes, says, "Hey, for all of you that may have had your golf experience at Memorial Day cut short yesterday, 
and he said cut short about four times, referring to the fans that got thrown out for taunting Bryson. He goes, uh, DM me and get some free Michelob Ultra. Cases of beer. We're going to give some away. So that, the saga of Bryson and well, listen, Brooks I'm, continues. Here. I'm all about uh, them giving away Michelob Ultra because they're a great partner of the show. Matter of fact, we have a promotion going on right now where you can go to Dash's Market, Delta Sonic, Danny South, uh, and Danny's Airport where you can register to win uh, a round of golf with me for you and two buddies and a prize pack for Michelob Ultra. We're going to play either Lancaster East Aurora Country Club or Pendleton Creek, so make sure you go and sign up for that. Um, you know, I, I, I tell you right, they can, they can yell Brooks. He's, all, he's so focused, I don't think it's going to throw him off. You know, he's won there, Shambo, so they can do that. You know, I don't think it's going to throw him off. Don't don't forget, there's this the, the, the player promotion money, so, you know, this is maybe fueling it for both of them. So they may both cash in on this deal. That's they might right. both be in on it. They, Who the hell knows? They could be. All right, I want to tell you about, so we, we yesterday we held a pavement pan. It's a, a tournament, uh, uh, it's a small tournament uh, that we hold every year, and one, we play 27 holes. Brian, it was scramble. The final nine was alternate shot, but the middle nine, worst ball scramble. Every time you take the worst of the two shots. Huh. Worst ball scramble. Worst. Worst ball. So, so you can't give up on a hole. That's correct. <laughs> so the first hole of it, my partner hits it over, or the 10th tee at Lancaster, hits it over on the two fairway. I up next, I go, I'm going to hit it over there too because that way we, we're both in the same spot. Yep. If I hit a great drive, it didn't matter, and I wanted to keep out of bounds out of play. It was mentally exhausting but also fun because you just kept laughing at everybody. Oh, great shot. Now pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> cool format, absolutely. It, it was. It's cool but tough. Yep. A lot of great pro golf to watch this week. The Memorial going on, as we mentioned, the U.S. Women's Open at night, Olympic going on. And if you want to come here and play at Bobolink, uh, a really, really cool spot to play here as we put a wrap here. We want to thank the general manager, Tom Stern, and uh, Jim Dreff, the golf instructor here, for joining us. But, Kev, I mean, our last 10 seconds are here, so here. Just come out and play. Bring yes. your kids. Absolutely. It's a really kids, cool Kids, family, spot. friends, it's a night out. The night golf is an experience like n- none other here. Western New York and really around the country, there aren't many. This place is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Bobolink here in Orchard Park. Bobolinkgolf.com is the website, and uh, we appreciate their support of Tee to Green. All right, that'll put a wrap on our show for this week. Jeff Medes will be back with us next week. For Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel. Corey Griswold back in our studios. Thank you, Corey. Live here at Bobolink. We hope you're with us every Saturday for Tee to Green right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Bean. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.